You're tuning in to Intimate Interrogations. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Intimate Interrogations. I'm your host, Yell Teagle. If you haven't already, make sure you've subscribed on iTunes. Uh, you can also rate and review. Today we are at a special location, which means you'll probably hear noise and that's not my fault, so suck it. Um, I have a guest today who I just literally met outside. Her name is Marzi. Marzi, welcome. Thank you. I'm really excited. I'm so excited because we literally just met, which is crazy. And you were like, sure, I'll come talk to people about my private things. I'm a yes man kind of gal. I like it. Uh, so the way this works is you're going to agree to the following statement. I understand that this is being recorded, will unlikely be edited, and everything I say can and will be used. Agree. Great. So uh, we're going to roll a die, and each number corresponds with a topic. A one is your proudest moment. A two is sexy time stories. A three, embarrassing stories. A four, pet peeves. Five, foot in mouth memories. Or six, is it just me? Okay. Um, is there one that you're hoping that you get? Um, I feel like I don't have that many embarrassing stories, and I don't have that many sexy time stories. So basically any other ones oh. I feel like I can do like, okay. really well. Awesome. Great. So um, you can pick up the die and roll it. We're going to roll it on a pillow or a couch, so you're not going to hear it, people. But it's a six. Is it just me? That's your topic. Wait, isn't that a five? Or am I, uh, oh, that's a five. Yeah. I can't count. Guys, I what is a foot and mouth memory? Foot that and mouth memories. So a foot and mouth uh, memory would be something um, that is like, right now, just happened. I thought it was a six, and it was a five, because I don't know my numbers or how to oh read a die. Let me think. Um, so it's something where you've said something you didn't mean. It's like when people say, um, I didn't realize it was that old, and they didn't yes. mean it, right? Or somebody thinks someone's pregnant. That's a story we've had here. Mm. Yeah, so I'm going to sit back and relax. Oh, my God. If I think for a long time, are you just going to cut that silence out? No. Everyone's going to have to listen oh to your God. silence. Um, so I'm perfect, time. and I don't make mistakes like that. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just erased them from my memory. That's so weird because, like, I am the opposite. So I'm a big talker. I talk a lot. I won't shut up. And uh, for some reason, all of my foot and mouth memories stay with me and, like, haunt me forever. How can that be that you can't think of any? I guess that I've had some really shitty instances like that, and then I just stopped talking a lot. <laughs> um, so you grew from your experience. Well, I would actually say it hinders me, because I wish I was one of those people that could just like let it roll off, and I actually find myself thinking a lot, like, why am I holding on to these stupid memories that make me afraid to talk to people and say stuff? Okay. So do you um, have one that is haunting you I'm trying now? to think of one. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so hard. What's really funny is that if we stop talking and are silent, is that the audience is just going to hear the conversations happening outside this That's room. That's true. Which is going to be hilarious. Would it pick that up? I don't know. I don't know how machines work. Machines! <laughs> okay, what happened? What happened? I mean, recently there was like, I was at an event, and somebody was looking for a seat, and I was like, oh, that person's not sitting there. They're one of the hosts. And then the second host comes over, and they're like, that's not one of the hosts. And I was like, damn it. I always say the wrong thing to you when you're around. Well, so tell me the details of this. What was this event? Um, it was a New York Women in Film and Television event. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to be helpful, and the lady was looking for the first seat. Who was this lady? Um, I don't know the lady that was looking for it. It was just okay. like a, a, a guest. Was she older? She was older. I was trying to be helpful. A yeah. lot of the seats were filled up, and she wanted to sit near her daughter or whoever she came with. And mm -hmm. they were like, 
She was about to go look like three rows behind. I was like, I think that person over there is one of the hosts. And I think she Do just you know who that person was? See. Well, I thought it was one of the hosts, Amanda, uh-huh. who I'd never met. I just saw her out of the corner of my eye. So I totally confused her. Um, and when I said that, the other host, Destiny, walked over or happened to be walking over. And she goes, that's not Amanda. Amanda's backstage. <laughs> and I was like, okay, oops. Do they at least look alike? No, but they were both like small women. Okay. And I had only seen them out of the corner of my eye, and I just heard their voices, and I was like, I think that's a person, you know? I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, focused on being helpful, and then I fucked it up by like mixing people up. Do you often try to be helpful and then fuck it up? Um, I feel like you're that kind of person. I often try to be helpful, but I'm usually successful. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that I just met you and called you out. as someone no. who probably fucks up a lot. I don't. I don't fuck up a lot. Um, I'm trying to think of any... I bet it'll come to me at the end. Yeah? You'll think of another story. Probably. No, but that's a good, that's a good foot and mouth memory. Okay, good. Um, have you... Has ooh, that, ooh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm an actress. Yes. And one time, I was working on a short film... Um, and we were getting towards the end of the shoot and we were rushed and I was like, I'm just going to like try something. And it wasn't really my scene. I wasn't really on camera, but then the director walks over and he's like pressed for time. Like everything's wrong. He's like, do you really think that that would happen? And I was like, I guess not. I'm sorry. And then like, He's, like, a really good friend of mine now, but I was like, oh, my God, he's going to hate me. He hates me. He thinks I'm a terrible actor. Why did I think that I could describe it? I just, like, been invisible. I don't know. And then, whatever. <laughs> now we're good friends. That's really funny. Did things work out with you uh, at this uh, Women in Film event where you became friends with these people? Is that um, how you do? You fuck up and then become friends? <laughs> well, I think Jonathan, who runs the event that we're at right now, mm-hmm. he told me this thing where when you first meet someone you fuck up something small like you break a vase and replace it so you like break their trust and you regain their trust and you show them you're the kind of person who will fix their fuck ups and you can rely on them okay and so his method of becoming friends with people or becoming trustworthy is to fuck up first yes and also a tiny fuck up he thinks that breaking a vase is a tiny fuck up it depends on the vase obviously if it's like a if it's a Tarje vase, but <laughs> like... He clearly doesn't know vases. <laughs> if it's like a Spency vase, then, or like a grandmother's vase, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> don't break that fucking vase. That's so funny. Yeah. So I don't think I do that on purpose, but maybe sometimes it just works out that way, where I like fuck it up, but then like they see that I'm actually a great human. Yeah. Is yeah, that how you and Jonathan met? Let's talk about your relationship to the man who organized the event that we are currently at. Okay. Jonathan and I met at the YouTube space in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was hitting on you. No. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm married. Um, no, he was not hitting on me. True. <laughs> I was stuffing a lot of food in my mouth because I'm a foodosaurus. I love food and food is my life. Yeah. So then, and he was talking to my then boyfriend and I walked over and I started, you know, standing next to them and he looks at me and he's like, are you serious? Like jokingly, he was like kidding, like laughing, like, what are you doing? Like, do you know where you are? You're supposed to like network and meet people. And then I was, I looked at him and I licked my fingers. I picked up another piece of food and I stuffed that in my mouth and I was like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. (laughs) This is me. I love it. And our friendship began. Aw, that's so cute. 
It's like you guys are meant to be. Yes. Oh, hello. Hi. We're getting interrupted for Sorry. all of our audio listeners. Hello, stranger. We have Hi. no last name Billy here. <laughs> no last name Billy has interrupted the podcast. <laughs> I have interrupted the podcast for the sake of lighting the rest of the place. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck the rest of the place. We're the most important part here, right? <laughs> yeah. We don't even need lights. <laughs> we don't. We're sitting in the dark, which is great. Um, uh, this is such an interesting place that we're at. Tell me how you got involved in doing this, right? Because you're part of the, like, group that puts this on. Yeah. So I met Jonathan, and kind of soon after, he started doing these little events. Mm -hmm. And we knew we, like, wanted to work together in some way. Um, I mostly do web series and stuff, and he primarily represents YouTubers. Mm -hmm. So... We were like, yeah, you're, like, kind of my lawyer, I'm kind of your client, and then he was like, I'm doing this thing, and, like, a large part of it is that I want to give, like, help elevate the voices of women and people of color and gender and et cetera, Um, so I would like, like, so I want to surround myself by people like you, and then you can, like, kind of liaison and, like, talk to other creators and, like, explain to them that, like this is actually a cool thing, and this isn't just, like, another person that's trying to get something from them. Yeah. You know. Um, So then I started coming three or four events ago, and just, like, talking to people, and, like, being a cheerleader, and, like, encouraging people to make videos together, because that's kind of the whole spirit here. Yeah. Um, And I haven't stopped coming since, and Jonathan is awesome, and (laughs) I love him, and his... Um, girlfriend is also now part of the company. They're oh, nice. running it together. Aww, yeah, how romantic. I know, it's really cute and I'm jealous. My <laughs> husband and I work totally separately. <laughs> um, tell me about your husband. When and where did you meet? So, we met when I was bartending in Williamsburg in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And I had a boyfriend at the time and he would come in with another guy all the time, and I thought that they were gay, so I didn't give them any thought. Also, I had a boyfriend, I wasn't, like, looking, Um, but then my boyfriend and I broke up, and he started coming in alone sometimes, and also he was like, hey, I'm new to New York, I have, like, kind of few friends, I don't know that many people, I live across the street, and I was like, cool, I have a few friends that live right here, and they come all the time, because, you know... I text them, I'm like, you're on your way home from work, I know that when you walk from the train to your apartment, you're walking past my bar, if you don't fucking come in and <laughs> hang out with me, fuck you. Yeah. So they would come in, and then I would text them, and I'd be like, hey, like, come meet us, where I'm bartending, so I'll make more money, and you'll get to have friends. Yeah. Um, and they became pretty good friends, and then I have a dog, two dogs, at the time one was living with my dad, and he was like, hey, what's your dog do you when you're at work all day? I was like, it hangs out by itself, and it's sad and lonely. So he was like, bring it to me, I'll watch it while you're bartending. So the strange man who stalked you at your bar said, give me your dog. Yeah. And you were like, sure, I trust you, stranger. Well, I was willing to sacrifice... Your dog? My comfort for knowing the dog has company and gets... And also, I could see him to his apartment from my bar. Mm, Because I worked in the window, so I would see the little dog sitting there, looking real fucking cute, and he would, like, walk it by and, like... I would come outside and pet it, and I'd be like, a man that makes my dog happy is a man that could make me happy. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the lesson here for any men who want to win over the heart of a woman who has a dog is make her dog happy. Yes. Also, <laughs> I was contemplating quitting drinking at the time, and he offered to be my sober buddy for a month or so. Mm-hmm. So that also helped us build a connection. Sure. He was determined is what it sounds like. Yeah. Okay, funny story. <laughs> there, There's a... Who sings that song? Oh my god, now I'm forgetting. One time, we were like, I was like, I told him a bunch of times, like, I don't want a boyfriend, I'm just like getting out of a relationship, blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then one time we're at a bar, and he's like, kind of making me feel bad. Like, we were drunk as fuck. Yeah. So he was like, kind of making me feel bad. Like, acting boyfriendy and me being like, I don't want a boyfriend. And we were like, with friends, so, and he lived nearby, so we went to his apartment. Mm-hmm. And I sat on his couch, and I was, like, telling him, I'm, like, this is why I don't want a boyfriend. I feel terrible because I feel like that's all you want from me and blah, blah, blah. And there's, he's, like, no, it's fine. We're just friends. Like, don't worry. Like, that's totally sure. cool. But in the background, mm-hmm. subconsciously, he put on this song that's, like, you're my girl. You are mine. <laughs> and it, it, it wasn't Depeche Mode. It was something. Deftones. It's a Deftones song. All right. It's, like, Killer Queen or something. So, like, it was very, like, strange. I'm like, but this song, this song, you're telling me the opposite of what you're saying with this song. And it was very weird. Yeah. That's not a little creepy? It was totally creepy, but I'm into it. I'm into creeps. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's a creep. Yeah. He's aware. He's also a nerd, and he likes sci-fi things. Nice. All right. Fine. He gets a pass. Um, How long have you guys been together? Close to four years now. And how long have you been married? Since February. Congratulations. Thank you. It's so recent. Yeah. Oh, how exciting. Mm-hmm. And what does he do? He is um, a CTO at a startup. Okay. In New York City. Right. So you can be an actor and he can make money. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I'm assuming New York is not that different than LA, where somebody yes. can follow their dream while the other person makes the money. Well, so the deal is that someday I'll be a bajillionaire and right. he won't have to work. Yeah. I'll take care of him. Yep. Bajillionaire. Bajillionaire. That's a technical term. Absolutely. (laughs) There is a one um, factor to me supporting him. Mm -hmm. It's that he's going to have many homes across the universe. However, there will be two dogs for every room in that home. In every home. (laughs) Or just any animal that needs a home will be there. Okay. Um, Why did neither of you become a vet? (laughs) Um, he doesn't, he likes animals, he's kind of a robot, so he likes animals, but he's not, like, that loving towards them. Yes, this is the man who wanted to watch your dog. I know! This guy's weird. I know! See, he's not here, is he? He's not here, but I'm sure he'll listen to this. Because I was going to shame him, I'd call him a weirdo, and if you're Uh. listening, you're a weirdo, and we (laughs) should meet. (laughs) Babe, you are a weirdo, and I love you. Aww. He's my weirdo. That's so cute. Um, let's talk about romance for a second. Yes. I'm not a romantic person. Uh, anyone who knows me will go, yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is correct. That's a correct statement. Um, what is it that appeals to you about romance? Hmm. I think that romance is personal and there are very, like, hallmark ways to express Mm -hmm. romance. And I don't necessarily think that, like, we have to go, like, do extravagant dates and there has to be, like, rose petals and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, actively listening to each other and making time for each other is romantic. 
And, like, I don't know, occasionally you can send a bitch flowers, you know what I mean, without, like, a bitch saying, like, send me flowers, because I'm not into those things, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do them sometimes on your own, you know what I mean? I do. If people are listening. (laughs) Don't send me flowers! I live in Brooklyn and Williamsburg. If you just leave them addressed to Marzi somewhere, I will find them. (laughs) Is that how Brooklyn works? Yes. I was in Williamsburg uh, last October. That is the end of that story. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Cool. <laughs> well, next time you come, hit me up. I absolutely will. Thank you so much for joining me yes. on Into Interrogations. Um, I think this was a very interesting episode because I don't know you at all. <laughs> and I kind of wish we would have gotten sexy time stories so we could have gotten Oh, my God. Dirty. Is there a bonus question that you would like to ask? Because I can tell you a sexy time story. I mean, I just want to hear about this time when you try to strap on on. Because that's all oh. I know. Is like, I literally just met you. Heard a story about you trying on a strap on. Yes. And I feel like the audience wants to hear that. Yes. Well, you can see the full thing on Ariel Scarcella's YouTube channel. Awesome. Can you spell that name? Oh my god, I cannot. But okay. Do you have a comments thing where you can link it? Nope, but uh. Isn't there say like a show again? notes thing? Nah, I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work. Ariel Scarcella. She is an LGBT YouTuber. Great. And she does a lot of like cool content like that. Awesome. Um. Basically, she had us trying to strap on and talk about whether we think guys would be, straight guys would be into it. I know a few. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, side note, <laughs> I was a dominatrix for like six months and I did some other weird shit, but like I wasn't getting sexual pleasure out of it. Right. You were doing it for work. Yeah. This, okay. Okay. Bonus, <laughs> bonus round. Awesome. Ready? I bartended after I stopped being a dominatrix. Do you ever stop being one? I don't know. But I stopped professionally being a dominatrix, and this guy would come into the bar, and he'd be like, I am a sub. I'm submissive. I need a master, blah, blah, blah. He told me, like, some of the other bartenders there, like, um, were his mistresses, and, like, do I want to be one? And I was like, sure, whatever, money, yeah. Yeah. And then this was what he was into. You would pee in a cup Mm -hmm. and leave it in the bathroom. He would drink it and give you $100. And I was like, yes! I live in New York! I need an extra $100! Can he move to California? Because I think (laughs) I just found my new side job. (laughs) It was great! And then sometimes he'd be like, I'd put it on my face and be like, you need to leave the bar before someone actually brushes against me. Well, that is an excellent story and a great way to wrap this Thank up. Thank you. Um, and if you would like to say who you are and where people can find you on Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff, yes. you can. My name is Marzi Hart. You can find me at Mars Approved, M-A-R-Z-A-P-P-R-O-V-E-D, on Twitter and Instagram. And from there, you can find out about all the cool web series and feature films I'm making. Yeah. And just, like, stalk me. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much for joining me. Can we hug even though no one can see us? Yeah. Ooh, hugs. Um, And you guys can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave comments, ratings, and reviews. The more I know people are listening, the more likely it is that we get to episode 50 where I get interrogated. Uh, And I have filthy, filthy stories that you probably want to hear. So, yeah, do all that shit, and we'll see you next time for more intimate interrogations. This has been a presentation of Intimate Interrogations. The views expressed here by the guests do not reflect those of the hosts and the producers of this podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Intimate Interrogations on iTunes and follow the host Yell Teagle on Twitter.